The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. For everybody else out there, everybody who doesn't end up 52 grand richer tomorrow, they will be closely watching Budget 2023 to find out what is in it for them. Kevin Doyle is head of news at the uh, Irish Independent. Kevin, what do we know? Quite a bit, uh, to be honest, Kieran. That's kind of become de rigueur, hasn't it, in recent years? It has, but I don't think we know everything. I think in in previous years, uh, particularly the last couple of years where it was all about COVID and there was a lot of worry on on businesses in particular, we more or less knew everything. There was no surprise in the back. There is a lot of money um, to play around with that Pascal Donoghue and Michael McGrath are dividing up tonight and it it always does go down to tonight people think that's a made up thing but it goes all the way to the wire so they they I think they will have some surprises left back but I'll give you the really quick yes. kind of headlines of what, what we do know so far so look Tax is the big one and we saw what they did in the UK uh, in the last couple of days. Uh, Here it'll be a little bit more conservative but it will be good news for people who pay the higher rate of tax because that is going to start kicking in at €40,000. So that's a bit of a jump from where it is around 38000 at the minute. It'll be worth about €800 to you if you're on the higher rate of tax. That's pretty good. There'll be smaller tweaks around USC for for lower earners if they get a pay rise so that's kind of factored into it. Uh, Renter is of course a big one. Um, A tax credit probably worked around €500. There was something like that in years past it was abolished something coming back um, in that space childcare was the one that was uh, leaked everywhere today (laughs) uh, which is basically good news for parents um, on two fronts because one was the school books scheme which was on the front of some of the papers this morning and now there is going to be a big increase in the state subvention for creche costs and it could save families around €170 a month which is not a bad chunk um, if this all starts to add up and then there are the social welfare stuff which is obviously the big ones there is talk of a double payment on child benefit there's going to be the Christmas bonus for other people there'll be a a pension increase between 10 and 15 euros some talk of 12 euro we'll see what comes with that by tomorrow and then the 600 euro energy allowance that we're all going to get in three payments um, off our electricity bill so they're kind of the big things there's a whole load of other smaller things um, but they're kind of the headline ones at this stage Karen. All right, let me introduce Pat McDonough the Supermax owner who's with us as well Uh, Pat what will you be looking out for as a business owner in tomorrow's budget? Well I think the big, uh, one of the big elephants in the room, let's put it that way, is energy costs. Um, and that has come uh, surprisingly quick on us uh, insofar as businesses generally across the country, even a supplier notified us today that they were closing as in from this weekend because of energy costs and fuel costs. Uh, they said that they can no longer sustain the cost involved. And, you know, that's the big one as I say, right across the board, and whether it's businesses, farmers, or whatever the case may be, that's the one that, that has just caught everyone by, by, by surprise. And the increase of up to, as we've uh, witnessed ourselves, up to 250% in energy costs from this time last year. Mm. Um, and that's really the, the, the thing that we think that the, the opportunity and the necessity is for to sustain jobs, because otherwise there will be literally tens of thousands of jobs lost from business across the country if there isn't some sort of a, a subsidy and whether it's for six months or whatever um, to help businesses get through this tough period. And have you uh, a preference, sorry Pat, have you a preference as to how that might work? Would it be a version of what's going to happen the regular punter out there a, a few quid back in the pocket to help pay bills or might it be something that they've done in the UK and other jurisdictions capping energy prices or bringing them back to 2021 levels? Well, 
I'm not an accountant or, accountant, accountant or an economist, but I think both families and businesses have to be helped out in this situation. And whatever the government decides, it's up to them to, to decide on it. But all I will say is that I've, it's not just alone the cost of energy, it's the certainty of supply also. Because I think we're all going to be faced with energy and power cuts coming up to Christmas. And I don't know if the Minister for Energy is fully aware of, of what's happening on the ground out there because uh, 55% of our energy comes from gas. And, you know, that's imported uh, for the most part. So we are facing a, a, a difficult winter. Sorry, Pat, could uh, just on that, because the, the government say, listen, they are aware of it and they have plans in place, but they would still say ah, it's unlikely. They don't think it's going to happen. You think it will? You think there will actually be blackouts? Well, I think there's provision already made for it. Uh, there, oh, there is, but I mean, they, they don't think they're going to have to well, use I hope, that. Well, I hope they're right. But what, from what I see happening on the ground, it's entirely different. And, you know, I mean, I, I've mentioned the Derry Bryan wind farm that's not in use at the moment. That should be put in use because that can provide 1% of the total energy needs of the country. We are importing 700,000 tonnes of coal into Money Point every week. There's nothing being said about it because it comes from both Russia, South Africa and Colombia. And, you know, we've power stations in Shannon Bridge and in Lanesborough and other places that have been closed down. So it's just not adding up in my mind what's happening in relation to the energy and, 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 and what's being done about it. But my biggest fear is, and, my, and, and it is a fear, and it's, 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 it's been proven to me today, that, you know, jobs are going to be lost if something isn't done about it. And that's the big issue. And, and as I said there a couple of weeks ago, that I think 10% of the, the business in the country will close if something isn't provided to, to help them out. Have and you, I still stand by that. And have you many uh, colleagues in your industry who at the moment are, are, you know, losing more than they're making? They're essentially on borrowed time. Well, look, uh, I, I'm aware of a couple of small coffee shops and restaurants closing in the last week. I'm aware of a farm shop closing. And if you go around the country... People are actually work are opening for less hours to try and 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 compensate for the increase in cost of electricity. So uh, I, I would be experiencing a lot, uh, and I would be told a lot from people who ring me and ask what's 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 the best thing to do or whatever. But as I say, it is a crisis situation out there, and I think the government have a unique opportunity in this budget to help out not alone just the the as I say, businesses, but families and even farmers as well, because mm. their costs, we need to keep certainty of supply on energy costs and on food costs, etc. And, you know, we're in a kind of a vicious and, 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 and dangerous situation at the moment because inflation is, is, is kind of running out of control. Um, I, had, I was on a call earlier on today from a supplier who's looking for a 30% increase in food costs. Now, that's that's substantial because they already have got a, a 10% uh, increase uh, earlier on. And I think, you know, it's the perfect storm that's yeah. looming ahead of us. So I'm not, I don't want to be, because we'll get through this, I don't want to be too uh, over negative on the situation because we'll get through this as we got through other difficulties in the past. But, as I say, yeah. I think a lot of businesses will need support to get through the next six months. Uh, Kevin Kevin Doyle is still with me from the Irish Independent Kevin how worried are they in Leinster House about power cuts and blackouts 
I think at the moment they're more worried about people uh, in terms of people's reaction to this budget. There's a lot of politics behind what's going to happen uh, in the next 48 hours in terms of the messaging, how they're going to deliver this. So, I Is it politics trumping economics? I mean, we had Seamus Coffey uh, on the station a little bit earlier and he was voicing some concerns about what he was hearing. I think it probably is, Kieran. to be honest. Like, this budget stands, in terms of the amount of money that is there to play around with, and Pascal Donoghue came in for a lot of criticism before the last general election because he put everything into balancing the books and he was best boy in class and he boasted about balancing the books and it turned out in that election that people didn't really want him to balance the books. They wanted to balance their books, their, 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 their wallets. So I think he'll be a bit more loose with the money this time. It is kind of, we're talking here, Brian Lenehan, Charlie McCreevy, this budget kind of sits in that kind of scale of what we're talking about and opposed to what we've had was fairly boring budgets for the last few years. So I think they're concerned about that because if Pascal Donoghue gives you a tenner here and Mary Lee MacDonald's going to tell you she'll have given you 15 and that's really an awful lot of what is driving the decision making around this and they are worried about the protest that is on the week, at the weekend that it, that kind of thing could grow again um, so I think the debate around the lights going off that Pat's getting into they're certainly worried about it but it's not what they're focused on in the budget um, To what degree might they kind of end up hoisted by their own petard that they, they, they talk up how much they're going to give everyone and then with the increased cost of living and with increasing energy prices and with a knock-on effect on our shopping baskets that after a couple of months people turn around and they say uh, remember all that uh, good feeling and buzz we all had after the budget well it's gone and I need more help and that is the risk that they took by not intervening sooner because you'll have heard ministers talking to yourself going Sinn Féin wanted us to give all this money away last May and June when we were coming into the summer but we held tight so they have held back a lot of money but you're right the, th- the, the difference with this budget is it's going to be largely good news for people the problem is that's 600 euro energy credit which will come in in three um, um, payments leading up to next February but it's going to come straight off your electricity bill which is already going to be gone up and probably will still be higher than last year so you don't really get to see the benefit of it even though it's obviously helping you the same with you know the the tax cut, uh, the rent tax credit, all these things are actually just trying to counteract massive increases that have happened already. So you're not going to be using the money you get in the budget to go on holidays next summer. So therefore, the good feel-good factor doesn't carry through. Go on a winter holiday. That's the advice for government. Listen, Mary Maloney is with us as well. Dr. Mary Maloney, a lecturer in early childhood education and care at the University of Limerick. Mary, as Kevin outlined a few minutes ago, a lot of money being put back into people's pockets through cheaper childcare costs, something I'm sure you'd welcome. Absolutely, Kieran. You know, I think there will be a smile on a lot of parents' faces this evening to hear that there is going to be a reduction, hopefully, of 25% in the cost of care. I think this has been, you know, anticipated and sought for for a long time. Um, you know, we it's well known that we have some of the highest childcare fees in Europe, um, the equivalent of a second mortgage. So I think this 25% will be very, very welcome in the current climate and should bring some much needed respite to parents. And it is effectively money in parents' pockets. So I do welcome it. Um, I think it's um, great news for parents. And as I say, long anticipated and long waited. I, I mean, have you a view as to how this might work, whether it is paid directly to providers, it's money to parents, uh, it's it's operated through tax and tax cuts. Yeah, uh, it, what's your view? 
Yeah, we have a mechanism, Kieran, in, in place already through the National Child Care Scheme where the subsidies are paid directly into the setting and then they're taken off fees, you know, at the point of um, contact with the parents. So I imagine that's the system that will be rolled out for this. And of course, it really is money in the parents' pockets because um, the majority of settings have signed up to freeze their fees at current levels. OK, so it, it means that, you know, settings cannot say we're going to increase our fees by this 25 per- percent. It is actually a reduction. And as I say, I think we'll be so much welcomed by parents, given the high cost of care in the country and the, the, the fact that parents need this respite so badly. I mean, the, the cost is is one element of concern for parents. I see a headline in a, in a newspaper today about a two year wait as well to get into some crashes. It's not the only problem we have in the sector. No, it isn't. But I think here on a day when the news is overwhelmingly positive and the minister is to be congratulated on securing the reduction, you know, I think it would be a shame to rain on his parade. Um, There are lots of issues in the sector. But, you know, this is, I suppose, another step in a suite of measures to reform the sector. Waiting lists, you know, staff recruitment, retention are other issues that are there. They're there constantly and probably for another day's discussion. All right. Well, uh, uh, Mary, we appreciate your time as always. Dr. Mary Maloney, lecturer in early childhood education and care at the University uh, of Limerick. Thanks a million for joining us. Kevin, you mentioned the opposition and you mentioned COVID budgets as well. And, and, and one aspect of them for the last couple of years is that it was very hard for the opposition to punch back on budget day. I mean, the, the government essentially hosed the economy down with free money. Uh, coming back to bite us in the ass a little bit, no money is free. Uh, all bets are off tomorrow. It's back to politics as usual. Oh yeah, well you see, the great thing here now is that they all have magic money trees. So Sinn Féin <laughs> used to be the only one with a magic money tree, but now even the government parties and the backbenchers in government seem to have found the magic money tree as well. So there's so much money splashing around and they would all spend them different ways. So we know already that Sinn Féin would have an energy price cap rather than the direct intervention of giving families 600 euro off their bill. You could almost bet that if the government had gone the other way and decided to have energy price caps, Sinn Féin would say the direct money off your bill would be uh, the way to go. So politics is going to be huge tomorrow and there is absolutely no doubt about it. There there will be no one on the on the opposition bench standing up and saying, well done Pascal, well done Michael, that seemed fair and equitable and a good idea. They will absolutely trounce it and tell you how they would have spent all that money and more. How do we interpret the fact that Pascal has decided to loosen the purse strings when he has taken such pride in his prudence up until now. It would suggest a general election around the corner. Of course, there isn't a general election around the corner. There's always an election around the corner, Karen. That's <laughs> the thing about Irish politics. There's always one coming before too long. Um, I think, first of all, there's a lot of money there. Um, and the fact that about three billion of this or up to three billion is going on one-off measures will soothe him. So these are not reoccurring uh, cost. So that, that money is going for the energy credit. Well, that's just this year. So that's coming out of the pot of extra money that we have. We've bounced back from COVID, whether people like to believe it or not, a lot faster and better than had been budgeted for and targeted for. So he has a lot of money to play around with. Is he entirely comfortable splashing it in the way that he is? I'd say he has no choice from his own guys. Forget about the opposition for a second, but his own guys feel the need to bring something home to the constituencies from this budget. It's already a bit over two weeks ahead of schedule mm. from when we'd normally have the budget. There's a lot riding on this for, for Pascal Donoghue and the coalition ahead of the change over in December. Now, um, uh, Pascal, all right, is going to make all these announcements uh, tomorrow, as you say, a little bit of money into a lot of people's pockets, but not everyone. And I know here on this show we were covering and 
you would have covered it in your own newspaper as well the hospitality industry lobbying hard for the retention of their VAT rate at 9% all the indications are they're not going to get it that's going to expire in February is it? In February so there's talk of it going up to back up to 135 so that was one of the COVID measures brought in we yeah. saw that actually after the recession a decade or so ago as well they brought it down to 9 it is due to go back up in February the, the indications from government are that it's they're going to push ahead with that that will be deeply unpopular for people like Pat McDonough and I'm surprised he didn't mention it but it, it will be difficult for the government to sell that I think because if the argument is that hotels are ripping people off and some restaurants are ripping people off uh, at the same time you put the VAT up they're going to slap it straight onto the customer so come February the customer will end up paying higher price mm. when they go out for a meal or they and go it to some sounds entertainment like it, there, that, that there are people around the cabinet table who are genuinely annoyed by allegations of price gouging. Pascal Donoghue was on with Pat Kenny last week and he it, it did not sound like a political put-on. He sounded like he was really upset that there, there was price gouging in the summer. It's very hard to tell anymore because the cost of everything is going up. So all a hotel <laughs> has to tell you is that the cost of the monkfish you had as part of your two nights B&B with one evening meal. Kevin, uh, the B&Bs right I say and don't serve monkfish now, <laughs> you'd be on a much higher budget. So that's a company credit card you're using there. But this, this is the problem is that they're telling you staff costs have gone up because the minimum wage has gone up and, and other um, salary costs have gone up, that lighting, heating, all that has gone up. So it's very hard to know if you're being gouged or if that is the true cost of where society is at now. So I, I don't know. I think it'll be a hard one for the government to sell putting that back up because ultimately that's going to push the cost of people going on a night out up even more and I don't think it'll go down particularly well. And also, one of the last things being negotiated as we sit here is with Leo Varadkar's department and what they're going to do for business. So they do an energy thing on one side and then they put up on the VAT on the other side. I don't know. I think there's, let's wait and see, but I think that one might be up for negotiation late into the night. All right, we'll have to find out uh, tomorrow. You can find out uh, here on News Talk, of course. We've got special coverage uh, right through after, uh, throughout the afternoon. We'll have the speeches uh, live in full, and then Joe Lynham will have all the X's and O's uh, in a News Talk budget special uh, from 2.30, and then I'll be with you, as always, with further analysis from 4 to 7. In the meantime, thank you to Kevin Doyle, Head of News at the Irish Independent, Pat McDonald, the Supermax owner, and Dr. Mary Maloney from the University of of Limerick back in a moment. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.